This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. The West Automotive Group presents Auto Talk Radio with host Brian Bowersock and co-host Kevin Bowersock. Today's show is brought to you by West Escondido, West El Cajon, West Kearney Mesa, and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission. All part of the West Automotive Group. Get your automotive questions answered. Call Brian and Kevin at 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Now, here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock. All right, good morning, folks, and welcome to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock. How you doing this morning, Mr. Kevin? Yep, I can't hear your mic. I can't hear you. There you are. Okay. I got gotcha. you. You're good. So you're in, you're in like Flynn. So welcome to uh, Auto Talk Radio this morning, folks. We appreciate you joining us here on this wonderful Saturday morning. Uh, hey, it's May first. Yes, welcome to the day. Didn't that make it May? Doesn't that make it May Day? Is it May Day? It is May Day, huh? Sure. Interesting, for sure, for sure. But uh, I've tried. I was check that out, Kevin. The new 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 app for the the truck. Right. I, I can also lock my truck from my phone. It's kind of cool. We were just messing with the uh, app that I have for this new Ford truck I've been driving, which is pretty cool. It will. Uh, you can lock it, unlock it. You can actually. Uh, start it from any place you're at too so kind of cool i i like them functions i really do like all them functions but mm-hmm. i don't like them at the same time because then at the same time i'm thinking hmm that's just more things i gotta fix when they break more th- well what 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 you gotta fix when they break how's this gonna break it's on your phone huh look at everyone's phones they're all broken <laughs> <laughs> that is true true <laughs> statement there you go so anyway just some cool things all right, so, but, so I guess now you have to trade your truck in with your phone. No, that's not how it works. Anyway, all right, folks, we appreciate you joining us here this morning uh, at Auto Talk Radio, and uh, we're going to be talking about all things smog-related and smog failures and what goes on with smog stuff. But you can give us a call here at one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. That's eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Um. Man, busy just automotive-wise. Lots, lots of people getting out and about. Looks like everything's uh, <clears throat> been returning back to uh, normal here. Not 100% in this state, but for most everybody else, you know, kind of stuff. And uh, um, car-wise, people are getting out and about. I tell you what, the traffic patterns have sure picked back up. They seem to be almost normal. Headed down to El Cajon a couple mornings early in the morning there, and it seems like uh there was traffic all over the place, so uh, it had. You know what? It has in the last three weeks. Traffic, or I should say, I'm going to say longer than that. I've just I, problem is, is I always get so whatever I'm doing in life, yeah, involved. Yeah, yeah. I, I weeks and months go by really quickly to me. But so let's say that's three months to be. I want to say the traffic is picked up in the mornings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Without question. In the afternoon, too. I noticed, like, uh, coming up the uh, the squeeze between uh, 15 and 78 there where everybody's heading up to t- back home to Temecula late in the afternoon, like, uh-huh. after 4 o'clock, uh, backed up again like it used to be all the time. So It has been like that a couple times lately. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now, Ray, I've come back and forth from the, from the 
uh, house there and, and I have to pass by that there on the freeway and I can see it. So I've just, uh, several times that I have now, it's, it looks like tribe. So it looks like everybody's out back to moving back around and stuff regularly. <laughs> You know what the funny thing is? I moved to Fallbrook when nobody even made that trip back and forth between Temecula. That was a long time ago. Oh, yeah. So it was like, and then I remember the traffic picking up, slowing down, picking up, slowing down. Picking well, remember up. when we, the first, when our, the first shop that we opened was on 9th Avenue in Escondido before it moved to Auto Parkway. That was back in 1993, August of 1993, long dang time ago. Anyway, coming up on, uh, uh, going to be, uh. Uh, 29 years ago here shortly um but uh we'll be working on the 29th year actually i think august is a completion of 28 years and then we start on the 29th year so if i remember right two yep that's it anyway regardless um i lived in la mesa we lived in la mesa remember yes and and the 15 uh corridor through san diego wasn't even finished at that time so when you'd come down the 8 and jump on the 15, it went into the city. It wasn't, uh, remember? It, it did. It dropped right off into it El Cajon. It went right, right I mean, El Cajon Boulevard. Yes. Yeah, it went into the city. And so it wasn't even completed through there at that time. So uh, um, when you jump on the 15 north, come to Escondido every morning, it's nine years we drove back and forth, remember? It was, the traffic wasn't that bad. So, um, but uh, to be honest with you, it, it, there at the end, it started to get really bad. So when I moved, yeah, but even 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 because the traffic was worse coming to south, and we went north. You know, like in the uh, oh, we were doing the uh, yeah, we were doing a lot of the opposite driving then. Still, but, but it still wasn't bad. I mean, whatsoever. No, not like it is now. Mm-mm. Yeah, so a lot more traffic now. Just a thought. Um, and and yeah, that was uh, uh, August of nineteen ninety three when we opened the shop in Escondido originally. So. Just a couple years ago. Just a couple, huh? Yeah. 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 Time flies. Yeah, like fun. 28. But all good. Anyway. Um, yeah, and we were at that location on 9th Avenue for four years, and then we moved to where we are now on the Auto Parkway. And we've been there ever since. So, at 2200 Auto Parkway. But yeah, that was a, that was a long time ago. And lots of cars ago, right? Yes. Yes. So anyway, fixed, we fixed lots of cars between then and now. We've seen a lot of models come and go. We were working on carbureted stuff back then, too. You know what? There's been some TV shows on lately. Like uh, They've been doing the old TV shows. Like car so, shows? Or? What, I, but what, what I noticed, though, is the old, it's like the 80s cars. and Oh, yeah, yeah. And the stuff in the background that goes zooming by and stuff. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. Old, old days. Old days uh, looking at things like that. All right, let's grab our uh, first call here, uh, John from Lemon Grove. Good morning, John. Good morning. How are you doing, sir? Oh, a little sleepy. <laughs> aren't we all? Aren't we all? Welcome to Saturday morning, May 1st. Well, thank you. What you got going on car-wise? Uh, I have a 2005 uh, Toyota Matrix and, with a, and a Haynes manual and also a Toyota maintenance guide uh-huh. okay it says that uh every sixty thousand miles the valve clearances should be adjusted and i i've only had the car 18 months so i don't know if that's ever been done mm-hmm. since the car left the factory um uh, and since money is is an issue uh is 
that's something that you can let slide uh, for for more important things like uh, uh, suspension parts or uh, or serpentine belts or or other other wear items. Gotcha. How many miles are on the car now? Uh, a little over two hundred and four thousand. Okay. A lot of people ignore that. Not saying that's the best idea, though. Here's what can. And and actually, we don't necessarily adjust the valves. We check the valve clearance. If it's fine, you don't do anything with it. You don't mess around with it. Um, okay. um, typically, if the valves get too tight, they it will cause a misfire because the valves hang open then they, when they get too tight. And the reason the valves tend to get too tight is valves do wear into the the what's called the valve seat or the pocket valves do wear they're metal opening and closing slamming against a, a seat against a valve so over time they do wear they start to recess into the seat when they do that the stem height gets taller and therefore the valves get tighter on the adjustment end of them in doing so what can happen is you can burn a valve because if you get a valve that's not seating all the way you can end up with a valve that burns over time uh-huh. now a lot of valves, they, they don't wear real drastically, so that's why you don't see that. But it is good to check, so I'm not going to tell you it's not. Um, and if it's been 200,000 miles and never been checked, it's due to be checked. There's no question about it um, as far as that goes. How's the car running? Oh, it, it runs fine. So most likely, there's probably no tight valves. Okay. So, so, But like I said, it, it does start at one point where it starts to get tight and they, you can burn a valve, so... Just, just, just a heads up. I'd put it on my radar to have them checked for sure. That's what I would do. Okay. So, and and work it in when you can. But is it something that's going to leave you alongside the road tomorrow? No, sir. Absolutely not. All so, right. So I wouldn't think so. And and obviously there can be other more important things. If you have a belt that's disintegrating or something like that, loss of a belt can cause overheating on a vehicle, which could cause a lot more damage quickly. So, so you are there may be other items that are more important this time. I agree with you. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Uh, have time for another one? Absolutely. Throw it out there. Okay. Um, uh, I I don't do... I, I do very little work on my own car. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, how do you know uh, when a the serpentine belt tensioner needs to be replaced? Uh, what? Okay, what do you look for? We, we, we look for the tension created by, by actually the spring in it. You know, is it tension in the belt properly and the wear on it? Because sometimes the pulleys on them will also wear. So those are the two things that we look at. We also look to sometimes they start to come apart and kick out just a little bit. In other words, they're not in direct alignment. If so, then the spring in there is worn and, and it's starting to come apart. Um, so those are some of the things we look for. And also be- check the bearing on it to make sure that is the bearing making any noise? Is it wearing? If so, uh, then it's time to replace it also. So nice. that nice. the best way is to, to kind of check it by pulling the belt off and, and just checking, you know, tension, alignment of it, bearing noise, wear of the pulley. All those items are items that we check. Nice. If it's been 200,000 miles, replacing that in any idler pulleys along with the belt is not a bad idea. So um, with that kind of mileage. Okay. That makes sense. Yes, it does. Uh, Is that that you got any other questions today, or? Uh, 
no, I, I can't think of any. Well, if you do, you know where to find us, and we appreciate you listening this morning. All right. Hey, you have a safe uh, Saturday. Enjoy yourself. It's going to be a beautiful weekend, it looks like, and uh, and uh, take that little Prius out for a run. All right. All right. Take care now. Actually, it's a Matrix. <laughs> oh, Toyota Matrix. Okay, well, take that one out for a run. There you go. All right. S- same same idea, though. But, yes, yeah. absolutely. Uh, um, so uh, get some of those things on your radar and have them checked out, but uh, you have a wonderful weekend, my friend. All right. Uh, thank you. You got it, John. Take care. So, anyway, great questions from John. Yes, exactly. Right, right. So, um, you know what? Almost everybody at calls calls with great questions. So I had, we had a listener one time say to me, why do you always say great questions? I'm all, because any question that you're trying to figure out something about your automobile that you get an answer for is a great question. Do you not agree? Most questions anybody calls and asks are good questions. Yes. There's something they need an answer to. They don't know. So that's why we're here. And that's why we like doing this. one 888 That's one 888 We're going to take our first break here real quick. And uh, we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego and K-Praise. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks. Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock. In the house with me is my co-host, Mr. Kevin Bowersock. Give us a call. Here is uh said one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Just like John, you have any automotive-related questions? We'll field them. You can softball them out there or speedball them out there, right? Sure, anything. You throw you feel them as like fast as you can. Yeah, just toss it on down the automotive answer uh, line and we'll we'll get you an answer let's make this saturday interesting okay yeah one 1170 that's 888-344-1170 um we're here to answer any questions or concerns when it comes to automotive related stuff we are talking about uh, smog stuff and we will get to that i do want to remind you auto talk radio is brought to you by the west automotive group which uh, consists of uh west escondido automotive and transmission at 2200 auto parkway in escondido AAA is proved and star certified for smog for, uh, like I said, 28 years now. No question about that. Um, along with West El Cajon Automotive and Transmission, 844 North Johnson Avenue in El Cajon. AAA approved and smog certified out there and uh, uh, taking care of folks in East County for uh, over seven years now. Eight years now, maybe. Somewhere in uh, You know what? i got to go back and count these years That's and get them straight. Like- I get confused. It's seven or eight years or something like that for for a while, okay? I'm like, it was two days ago. Dude, that was two years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And uh, West Kearney Mesa Automotive and Transmission over there at 827 Balboa Avenue, uh, Central San Diego. AAA approved and smog certified. Definitely taking care of folks over there for four years now. I know that for a fact. Uh, so good, a good four years now. And uh, West Miramar Automotive and Transmission, uh, 5726 Miramar Road and Eastgate Mall in the Golden Triangle. 
Tripoli approved and star certified for smog in that location. So Escondido and Miramar star certified. El Cajon and Kearney Mesa are just smog certified facilities. Um, but we do everything else at all four locations. So just so you're aware. Uh, but West Miramar has been taking care of folks over there for two years. All of us at the West Automotive Group, my employees and myself, come together to bring you Auto Talk Radio as all of our employees and myself truly believe in the same philosophy. We never put money ahead of people. Very important to us. Stop in and have your vehicle serviced or repaired. Find out what quality automotive service and repair is all about. Uh, the West Automotive Group is also proud to offer six months no interest for your vehicle service and repair needs. Very important. Grab one of our, get one of our credit cards, get approved for it from us. You can use it over and over again and get six months no interest on repairs and service. So that, that helps extend it out. Also keeps your other cards free for any emergencies, etc. Take advantage of our CertiCare transmission diagnosis along with our free shuttle rides to or from work or home and low-cost rental vehicles at any of our four locations. You should uh, jump on westautomotivegroup.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. You follow us on Instagram, right, Kevin? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I know he does. I'll always checking to see if he saw what was on Instagram. I ask him, did you see the West Automotive Group Instagram? And then he'll repeat back to me what it was. So just to make sure he's watching, folks, or listening, or paying attention on his smartphone. Don't lose your smartphone, Kevin. So... <laughs> I didn't know it didn't lose me. <laughs> it might have lost you somewhere along the line. Anyway, in all seriousness, folks, westautomotivegroup.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, we do send out a lot of tips and different things through the, those different uh, social media avenues. So if you have one, follow us on it, and uh, you'll get the latest and greatest when it comes to automotive service and repair. Uh, you can also, from West Automotive Group, click on Automan segments. I'm the Automan on the CW on uh, Friday mornings and Friday evening news. CW around 8 a.m. and uh, uh, 10 p.m. on Friday morning, Friday evening news. And then Fox 5 around uh, 11 a.m. Uh, I also uh, do a segment for them on Wednesdays. So uh, check it out. That's the Auto Man. Uh, you can go there from westautomotivegroup.com. You can also click on Auto Talk and go straight into where we uh, put all of our Auto Talk podcasts on the Auto Talk webpage and what it was about. If you miss one, you can grab it from there, listen to it from there, etc. Um, great stuff. Um, you can also grab all of our podcasts are available through Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Deezer, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio.com, and tune in. So all you got to do is go to San Diego 1170 on any of those and pick up the Auto Talk Radio podcast. You can take it with you and enjoy it everywhere. So good stuff, no question. So anyway, great stuff, huh? Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Awesome. Anyway, westautomotivegroup.com. You can also make appointments and all that cool stuff from there to get into one of our facilities or grab a phone number, et cetera. So westautomotivegroup.com. All right, let's go to Donald in San Diego. Good morning, Donald. Good morning, guys. How are you? Doing amazing. How about yourself? I'm doing well. Hey, love your show, guys. Well, thanks for Quick joining question. us. Yeah, absolutely. Um I bought my wife a uh, 2015 Kia Sportage, and we bought it in Mexico. We used to live in TJ. Okay. And we moved We moved up to San Diego, and now that we're living up here, we want to register that car in California. But I'm just wondering, because uh, I think the smog, the smog devices and things are different in Mexico because the car was manufactured in Mexico. Mm-hmm. to bring it up to California and meet standards to be able to register it. Well, here's what we need to know. 
that that that's an unknown for us. Uh, the emission sticker under the hood depends on what yeah. the car, regardless of where it was manufactured, sold at, etc. Depends on on what it was manufactured to cover. If it has fit, if it has the United States fifty state emissions on it, which is actually okay. the sticker will tell you under the hood. If it does, then it shouldn't be a big deal to register it. If the vehicle only states that it was it's set to uh, um, emissions for like. Mexico, which is highly unlikely for that car being sold there for the year. What year is the car? It's a 2015. Yeah, they used to do that a lot before. I would bet you that's probably, if nothing else, a federal, uh, U.S. federal emissions car uh, or a California car, 50 state, one of the two. But the only way you're going to be able to tell is the emissions sticker under the hood will tell. If it is not, if it does not have 50... uh, uh, what's called a uh, federal emissions or U.S. federal emissions or California emissions on it, you're going to struggle. You're almost not going to. You'd be better off to take it back to Mexico, sell it, and buy a car in the United States. But I would bet yeah. if you read that sticker, it's got it's either ca- ca- uh, U.S. federal emissions or standards or California emissions standards. And if so, you shouldn't have much problem registering it. Okay. Cool. Okay. All right. Cool. So Excellent. Yeah, actually, I and I, I would spend a lot of money. Gotcha. Yeah. So, and, and if you're not sure, you could take a picture of the emission sticker that's on the hood in, in the engine bay. And, uh, um, you could email it to me anytime at autotalk at westautomotivegroup.com. I can obviously take a look at it and I can email you back, tell you what's going on. All right. Excellent. I appreciate you. No problem, man. Thanks, Thanks for guys. listening. Great question. Have a wonderful, right. safe weekend. Enjoy. You too. All right. Bye. Take care. Bye. That's a really good question. Oh yeah. So, but I bet you that what? car is fifty is at least federal emissions. Wait, what year car is that? Two thousand fifteen. The chance of it what, being what was it again? A Kia, some Kia. Is it because he might be? I mean, that's another thing. Like, they don't typically build cars just for Mexico. No, though. no, no. But he's, so it's probably North American builds. Although Canadian cars are different sometimes too. So, but I don't know now after like two thousand and and five. I don't know how many different built because for Kia to build different cars versus U.S. standards, it, it almost it's a different assembly line. And it's a waste of money, you know. To, to be I, honest, with I don't you. even know how many cars they do that all cars with anymore. Now they build cars for Europe that are built differently, but if you're shipping cars to the continental, uh, to North America and Central America, you would think that a lot of them would probably be built the same. But I don't know. I don't know, so I, I'm looking for, maybe he'll send me that sticker. I'd love to see what it says. I was thinking that, he was just I, thinking. That is a stumper. If it was just a cheaper Kia, how much money is no, he going to? No, he lived there. That's why he bought it. I know, it. but he said he moved up here. He didn't want to spend a lot of money bringing it back up here. His other thought is, hey, I'll just sell the car by another car. No, he's got it up here. He just wants to know if he can get it registered here. But he can, he's close enough. He can sell it back down there. Well, that's so. what I said. If it's not, you can take it back and sell in Mexico would be your best bet. Buy a different car up here. Yeah. Not because I will tell you this, the whole gray market in California trying to get a car registered. I don't even know if that the people that we used to go through the Bureau of Automotive Repair uh, had a specific division that dealt with that. And you had to go in and then you had to get a, a bar label put on. And all. I don't even know if they don't do that Don't you remember anymore. when that was big in the late 80s, early 90s? Oh yeah, like my, my Mercedes got brought here from from Germany. Yeah, yeah, gray market vehicles. People would ship them over and stuff. I don't, I don't even know if they allow or do that at all anymore. And they used to require like you had to add this emission qu- equipment to it to make it legal and all that. Once again, I I don't. Which was horrible, anyways, because then I've noticed every time somebody popped their hood, it was always a kit. 
Yeah. So like, well, Merce- they were hard for smog. If Mercedes sent something over here, they would use it uh, an air an AIA pump off a GM car or something. Correct. Yeah. Well, the problem is if something breaks. Our buddy Bill had one of those Mercedes. Yes. Remember, he was such a pain and to if, deal with that thing. And if 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 you op- if you went to work on it later in years, then you have to figure all this out. Correct. So it's like mm. check the bar label and all that stuff. Anyway. Let's grab uh, Gary real quick. Good morning, Gary. Uh, good morning, uh, Brian and Kevin. Uh, I just had a, a question about uh, your policies, and uh, I've, I've used your shop, and it's been great, but uh, I just was surprised with the pricing question. I, I had brought my uh, car in to get a smog check, and uh, uh, then I dropped it off, and then they called me uh, later saying, yeah, it looks like it's going to pass okay, but we found a... Uh, uh, a crack on one of the uh, vacuum hoses, and okay. uh, and they weren't going to pass it until that was repaired. So, uh, um, so I said, yeah, go ahead, and uh, since it's there and uh, mm-hmm. be too hard to find, and uh, so uh, the, my question was, I was surprised uh, when I went back and uh, to pick it up. They said, oh yeah, we had to, uh, we got to charge you when we run it for a second time and and i my question is because i see shops all over san diego that says uh no charge for uh for the uh recheck if we do the repairs and then i was really surprised that so i had them do the repairs and then they charged me for uh to run the smog check uh the second time hmm. and i i just wanted to know if that's your policy and uh, yeah 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 so um and when a car that had failed the visual inspection is what happened, and then right. they obviously called and told you, you know, this is what's wrong. This is what I'm, I'm sure it was a minor repair that had to be done. But the entire smog test has to be run again. So, yes, we do charge for it. I'm not really uh, aware of you're kind of talking about a, 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 a retest, no charge with repair. I'm not really a, most shops. I mean, car dealers. Um, all of us AAA people that I know that do smog, and I can name everybody that I know, they charge for the second test. So uh, you may be talking some little smaller places might do that to try to pull customers in. Uh, a lot of times cars all fail at those places. That's how they make their money, and they build the smog test price into the repairs uh, for the second one. Um, so I don't really know if that's what they're doing or not. I don't really pay much attention to those facilities. But, yes, we have to run the entire test, so we do uh, recharge. Because the state of California uh, states you must run the test from start to finish when you d- do do a test no matter what. So it's not like you can just run the test and plug in the information because you already ran it before. So it's it's the entire test. So we do charge for that, if that makes sense to you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I I just wanted. To, I just I thought maybe there was a, a miscommunication there, and but no. I I see. If you look uh, at places that say uh, smog check mm-hmm. for a certain certain price, and uh, invariably they always say. Uh, uh, no charge uh, if we do repairs, and uh, uh, wait, like you say that when that you might say be, uh, when a you catch, I'm sorry. When you say you saw that, where where did you see it at? In some kind of advertising? Was it in print advertising or something like that? Or yeah, I think it's like uh, like in the uh, the reader and the uh, uh, penny saver and uh, does a penny saver still exist? I'm not sure <laughs> any, any places that have the uh, smog check advertisements. Gotcha. Uh, that that are kind of just that's 
their main business. Uh, that's where I've seen it before. But um, I, I, that answers my question. I just I thought maybe uh, maybe uh, your manager and I weren't uh, communicating. But uh, okay, I just wanted to check. Uh, thank sure. you very much. No problem. I enjoy I'm... your program every every. I learn something every week. Well, I'm glad that you listen, and I'm glad yeah. we're here to help. And thanks Great. for thanks for calling in. Have a safe, wonderful weekend. You too. Bye now. All right. Take care. Um, I don't, that used to be called pass and don't pay in the penny. I don't, I don't even know if the penny saver exists anymore. (laughs) I've seen them. We don't, we definitely don't. And there, there is all kinds of gimmicks, but I want to warn everybody. I have seen, uh, shops that do different kinds of things. And it seems like every car that goes there fails. And it comes to our shop and they're like, eh, something didn't seem right. We need these repairs. We're like, eh, like we should run the test. And, and just go through and we do our visual and the car passes. So I see that too. Be, uh, you know, one of the things I will tell you this, um, we're straightforward and honest about everything and wouldn't recommend any repairs to you. I wouldn't recommend my own mother. Um, but, uh, and, and obviously, uh, only fail things that fail in a smog test. Um, but that's, we do, uh, charge for all the stuff that we do in the long run usually saves you money because some folks out there aren't so honest. Well, we're going to have to take our uh, – let's take a break real okay. quick, and then we'll come back. Uh, give us a call, 1-888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego and K-Praise. We'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks, welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock. In the house with me still is my co-host, Mr. Kevin Bowersock. You look relaxed this morning, Kevin. You're enjoying your Saturday. I was going to say, I didn't give up and go home yet. (laughs) (laughs) I like how you don't lean forward. You just reach out and grab the mic and pull it to you. It's a good way to go. Yeah. Are you comfy over there? Yes, I am. You look very comfy, much more comfy than I am. Well, it is Saturday morning. It is Saturday morning. All we need now is is a beautiful sunrise and a cup of coffee. Yes. It would be a beautiful day, right? Anyway, all right, folks, we do appreciate you joining us always here at Auto Talk Radio. I do want to remind you, Auto Talk Radio is also brought to you by Interstate Batteries, a battery for every need. Interstate Batteries are the highest quality batteries out there. We do not stock nor sell any other batteries at the West Automotive Group uh, for one simple reason, because Interstate Batteries are the professional's choice worldwide. If you need a battery for your vehicle, jump on westautomotivegroup.com, make an appointment, and we'll get you an interstate battery installed in your vehicle uh, to make sure you have the highest quality. If you need a battery for any other need, check them out at their storefronts because they have batteries for everything. That's why their slogan is a battery for every need. 9345 Cabot Drive in Miramar or in La Mesa at 70th and University. Interstate battery of San Diego, battery for every need. Good stuff. Anyway, all right. Uh, as we're talking auto repair, anything automotive repair, give us a call. We've had some amazing calls this morning. one 888 344-1170. That's 888-344-1170 here. Hey, and spread the word for us, please, man. Uh, I run into peeps all the time. I was down in El Cajon working for four days. Had a great week. Uh, 
um, about a week ago and uh, ran in some folks that still did not know that we'd uh, uh, um, they used to listen to us on uh, the previous radio station, didn't know that we'd moved over here to The Answer. Uh, by the way, this is a year anniversary for us here on The Answer San Diego. It was a year ago today, smack dab in the middle of COVID kind of start, well, a month into it, and we started here. I was going to say that. Was, it was just right into it. Yeah. It, 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 I, yeah, just, well, about you know, a month or two into it. I, I, I started in March or something, didn't it? Yeah, but I know because my birthday came right after it happened. So seems so long ago and so unfriendly. It wasn't, yeah. I don't like COVID. Um, you don't care for it either, do you? Well, it, I, <laughs> anyway, regardless of the fact, uh, this is our one year anniversary with the Answer San Diego. So spread the word to your friends, uh, you know, about Auto Talk Radio. Let them know we're here on the Answer every Saturday morning, and we're here to answer your automotive related calls always. All right, let's grab uh, Dan and Mira Mesa. Thanks for holding on, Dan, and welcome to the show. How can we help you? Hey, well, good morning, guys. Great show as usual. Thank you. Um, last week you were um, giving lots of great advice on service and maintaining your vehicle. Okay. And I had a follow-up question to the uh, engine oil change discussion. Sure. Um, you and you guys recommend changing oil and filter every 5,000 miles. Correct. Which my Buick Encore owner's manual does as well. Oh, nice. Um, since retiring a couple years ago, I'm not driving nearly the amount of miles I used to. Um, so my, I noticed in my owner's manual, it does indicate that oil should be changed every 5,000 miles or at least once a year. Correct. In the past year since I've retired, I've only driven like 2,500 miles. Yeah. So I'm just wondering... Um, should I still adhere to changing oil once a year, or can I just um, continue to drive it and just change it at 5,000-mile interval regardless of how much time has elapsed? I personally, especially if you plan on keeping that Buick, I would do it once a year minimum. Uh, and and I know this year has been kind of weird, even though it's I don't think it's all probably just because you're retired. It's also because so much stuff was shut down. I'm sure you would have been out there living it up in your retirement and driving more. So I'll, I think you'll probably find you end up as we open back everything up, you might end up driving more. Maybe not. I don't know. Uh, but uh, uh, um, we have seen a lot of cars that didn't get a lot of miles on them uh, this past year because everybody's switching, even if you weren't retired, working from home, et cetera. Um, but keep in mind, these short miles, short trips, there's a lot of moisture uh, created inside the motor, which uh, raises uh, uh, the acidic level of the oils and that and, and cause a reaction, which can affect bearings over time and that. So my suggestion is, for the cost of it, once a year, if you're not driving over 5,000 miles, we used to say 5,000 miles or six months if you were close, so you got like 4,000 miles. It's always good to have an eye put on the vehicle, too, minimum once a year, uh, just to make sure that there's no uh, uh, concerns arising, et cetera. So, um, I'm sorry, you said to have a what put on once a year? Uh, a good good eye, good inspection put on the vehicle, oh, you know, okay. with the oil inspection, service. Gotcha. Yeah, just to make sure there's no concerns arising. Uh, so, um, I, I'd stick to the year thing, uh, in your case for sure. Okay. I appreciate the advice. Um, what's the number at your, uh, Mir Mesa location? Uh, with like the, the, the Miramar one. I'm uh, sorry, Miramar. Yes. Yeah. It's 858-457-5716. Kristen and Gina, Kristen's the manager there and Gina, they both run the office over there. They'll get you all taken care of. 
Great. Okay, guys. Really appreciate the information. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. No problem. Enjoy your retirement. Congratulations on that since you just retired. There's so many things I want to do when I retire, so I'm really jealous right now. Well, after working for 50 years um, (laughs) at various jobs, I was definitely ready. You deserve, my friend. Enjoy. And have a wonderful, safe weekend. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. So, great stuff. Right. Yeah. Now I'm thinking about retirement. Maybe, maybe, a, yeah, but after COVID's over, maybe a little say, island you're, trip. You're or, just now thinking about it? Well, I'm just going to take a short retirement and come back to work. That's what's, what I'm going to do. So, but all good, all enjoyable. You know, <laughs> are you okay over there? Now you're thinking about retirement again, huh? Man, that work thing keeps getting in the word of my, or the, in the, the work keeps getting in the way of the retirement. <laughs> it's true. All right, let's grab uh, Carl and Alpine. Good morning, Carl. Good morning. How can we help you this morning? How are you doing? Well, I'm doing great. I have a 96 Mark 8 Lincoln, and it's got 146,000 miles on it. The transmission is doing really well. Nice. It it does get a little bit funny uh, in shifting. That's a, a, a double uh, clutch transmission, and I've added some... Uh, I'm sorry. No, go go ahead. I've added some uh, uh, I, I don't have the bottle in front of me. Okay. A high quality of uh, uh, friction mo- to it. Friction modifier. Right. Okay. And, okay. And and it's helped it t- tremendously, but at this mileage, I'm going should I have should I bring it into the shop and have them um, drain it out? Not necessarily the full torque, torque converter and all of that, but um, drain it out and and go from there. Well, let me ask you a question. Has the transmission been serviced regularly or has it not been serviced at all? I bought the car six years ago Okay, when it had about 100,000 miles on it. So I don't know the history prior to that. Um, how I go ahead. I was going to ask how have you been servicing it in the past fifty thousand miles in six years? Uh, the transmission I've just kept an eye on it. I haven't do, done anything to it other than I've, I've changed the motor oil, of course. Gotcha. But uh, I haven't done anything on the uh, on the transmission. Okay. My, my suggestion on this would be get it in and get it looked at. We will make a recommendation. If the fluid is not of good quality, in other words, really, like if it started to smell like you may have some a little, had a little bit of slipping going on, et cetera, um, depending on what you want to do, we may recommend not to, to service it at that point. 150,000 miles on it, if it hasn't been ever serviced, the fluid's... I, there could be a little bit of issues going on there. Now, th- there's two things in, definitely inevitable here, and that is not servicing it to continue on. It's going to its demise is going to happen. Uh, possibly servicing it if it's okay could save and extend a little bit, or it could demise. Its demise could speed up. So th- those are things that can happen by not servicing a unit and then servicing it later or not. Still not. I mean, we have 150,000 miles on that transmission. If something has started to go wrong, the chances of uh, 
of saving it without having to do a major transmission repair are highly unlikely. Does that make sense? Well, yes, it does. Okay. The, uh, the color of the, uh, the fluid is a nice bright pink. Well, that's a great sign then. So servicing it would not be a bad idea. If it's nice, bright pink, and it's not uh, not started to uh, create any issues, then I would say yes, service. Because if the filter's never been changed on that thing, et cetera, it's a good time. You can start to get contaminants stuck in the filter that uh, 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 reduces fluid flow. So yes, if the fluid... If, if it doesn't look like anything, it's been slipping or anything's been coming apart. And let me tell you something that, that, that we can tell really easy. When people say a transmission's been slipping, we can tell by the look and smell of the fluid because it takes about five miles of a transmission slipping to destroy fluid. There's no question. It don't take it long to get that hot. No, it don't take long. And that's what destroys transmission fluid uh, is heat. And, and when you start a transmission, even a slightly slipping, uh, it produces a lot more heat. You know, th- that's good to know. The uh, the transmission, when I punch it going down the road, mm-hmm. it still does a very nice double shift. Gotcha. Boom, boom, boom. So, you know, I'm going, all right, this thing's working good, but I want to maintain it. Correct. As possible. Yeah, and then at that point, like I said, the condition of fluid you're saying, what's going on, servicing it would be a great recommendation at this point. And then staying on top of it, we recommend every 20,000 miles. Um, and I know it sound, it's a lot more than what the manufacturer recommends, but I'm telling you that's how I get almost 400,000 miles out of a transmission on a vehicle I own is by servicing it. And I will tell you this, the, F, <laughs> the, the, the F-250 that I drove up had original trans in it up to 350,000 miles. And you you dropped the pan and it looked like the first time you dropped it at 20,000 miles. It was that tranny kept so clean. And the reason why is keeping it clean is what prevents the demise because dirty transmission fluid causes solenoids to stick, valves to stick, valve body wear, things like that, that then then in short order can cause the clutch packs to slip and destroy themselves. So. Right, right, so right, right. That this right. this well, is I'll get into the airphone shop and sure. and, and uh, get them to do that for me. Happy to get you taken care of. Hey, thanks for the call and uh, you know, thanks for uh, uh, talking to us on the show. It uh, uh, brings great information to other folks. And uh, some points that uh, I wouldn't think to mention when you guys ask the questions, then then I get to put those good good ideas out there. So thanks thanks well, for you contributing. Know, the other thing I want to want to mention is I want to keep this hot rod Lincoln going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a good car. I mean, that's a that's a beautiful riding car. That is a nice car. So yeah, I I, I understand. I mean, it's a great car. Yeah. Great. So, thanks for your help. No problem. Thanks for the call, Carl. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful, safe weekend. Enjoy. You too. All right. Take care now. Bye. He said the word Lincoln. I yeah. That's Lincoln. Yeah. Lincoln's in the Cadillacs ride nice. I'm surprised that car. That car's got an a four R seventy W or AODE in it. I okay. did he say two thousand five. I didn't. I forget what year he said. Anyway, still no. a nice riding car, no matter what. No, I was just thinking, even all the new Lincolns are nice riding cars. Yeah, I'm yeah. surprised there's not more of them on the road. Yeah. I have a 2005 Lincoln, and the airbags I bought that car used. Remember, right? And when I went to look at the, I, I was like, why does the right side of this car keep going down? And I was so I pulled the airbag. I I went ahead and got. Uh, I wanted. I did the Air Not Lifetime bags and the Air Not Lifetime compressor because the compressor on the thing was rattling so much because it had to keep that. Uh-huh. You know. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to replace the compressor. I'm going to put two Air Not Lifetime bags on the back of this bad boy so the air ride's good to go. 
when I pulled the right bag out, I'd realized somebody who had had the car had bought a, a bag from the like a wrecking yard, and they forgot to put the dang O-ring in when they put it back in. So the line popped off. No, no, not the little one, the big O-ring, you know, where the, where it seats oh, in the, okay. and, and, and it, so it would just sit and lose air continue. I can't believe it didn't go flat quick. Like it would actually hold air for a little bit and then, it, then it lisp like a ship at sea. So, <laughs> but anyway, I put the two air knot bags in there with it, with the lifetime air knot compressor. I love that stuff. Um, did, did all the stuff, uh, required for lifetime guarantee. And let me tell you, the compressor's quiet, the airbags stay up, everybody's happy. And it's a nice ride. Right, right. So I love the air ride on those Lincolns. Good stuff. And if you fix them right, it's not a problem. So, right? No, any of them. Uh, the air yeah. rides. Them and Cadillac. Cadillac has an air ride suspension, too. Same thing. Same idea. Yeah. Yep, yep. So, but uh, used to get, back in the day, remember, though, we did a lot of those airbag repairs when there was nothing but OEM airbags. <clears throat> when the, uh, the air ride was all new on those. Yes. We'd get people come in with their... They're they're Lincoln riding with yeah. the nose up in the air and the, and the back. That was common. There. Yeah, those air springs would go flat and there was nothing else to hold them. So if you had a big leak, it didn't work well. So yeah, the the air of uh, and when I say the air, I know it's gone, but uh, you don't see the big Lincolns, the big Cadillacs roaming around anymore. I mean, because even no, they've shortened the car. Unless unless you're talking about like Lincoln Navigators or Escalades, yeah, the yeah, SUVs. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, other but, than that, but you don't get to see the you know. Very you remember the, the neighborhood kid up the neighborhood kid up the where the whole family was riding in their Lincoln Continental, or you know you don't see that era of anymore. <laughs> Good stuff. Anyway, um, thanks for the text, Jen. I agree. Anyway, so but uh, um, I I get in text about different things on the show. So uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> it, it is what it is <laughs> sometimes uh uh the input even dad sends text all the time too you know so anyway good stuff um but uh yeah no the the era of the big 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 uh sedans is kind of gone it's gone yeah unfortunately so i remember in high school a friend had a one of those big fleetwoods uh-huh man that car was somehow you could fit, fit like 10 people in that dang car and that thing flying down the freeway rode, rode like a like on a cl- air cloud. And, you know, being that that air is leaving doesn't really bother me. What bothers me or scares me or something. Is something scare you? What's coming? <laughs> <laughs> What's next? You're going to be riding in a spaceship, Kevin, to work. Beep, beep. Yeah, like the Jetsons. Be, it won't even beep, be a cool beep. one. How That's do you know? Problem. How do you know it won't we be? We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. It might be a cool one. So. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Well, so we were supposed to talk about smog today. But that, we never even opened the door on that. I even opened the email a couple of times, and I was like, <laughs> well, I might as well just close this. <laughs> but we like when you all join in, and that's what really makes the show amazing. And we love your questions, one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. If there anybody wants to jump on and get one more in, we got just a few more minutes. Uh, otherwise, we're going to talk about some other automotive stuff. But, uh, yeah, we appreciate everybody joining us. Uh, you help make the show amazing. It also goes a lot easier than me just sitting here staring at Kevin or staring at the wall. So, uh, good good stuff. Appreciate uh, any everybody joining in. Like I said, I want to thank uh, um, uh, uh, AM 1170 here, the Answer San Diego, for uh, hosting us for this year. This is uh, as Brendan texted me. He's not in today, but uh, said, "Hey, this is your uh, this is your uh, one year anniversary today. So, uh, happy birthday to Auto Talk Radio on the Answer San Diego." Uh, good stuff. And for all you that have been joining us, like I said, tell your friends, 
Shout it from the rooftops. Auto Talk Radio is on the answer, San Diego. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> Kevin thinks I'm funny this morning, so it's all good. Um, and uh, K-Praise, of course. Uh, we, we simulcast on uh, both stations at the same time. Why? Because, Why not? Because we can. That's what <laughs> I was saying. Why? Because we can. Anyway, I was trying to think of some great automotive stuff today or, or that's happened this week car-wise, broken cars, et cetera, uh, good stuff, uh, but... Uh, um, yeah, you know, I always had weird problems. I always, yeah, my problems are always weird, so it's not even work. Hey, see different things, you know, different things happen and stuff like that. So all good. And, uh, we're here to help you out. You can jump on westautomotivegroup.com anytime. That's westautomotivegroup.com. Make an appointment, get into one of our four locations, AAA approved in all locations. We'll get you taken care of. Um, smog. Well, at least one guy called and asked a smog question. Yeah. Yeah. But it was just about doing the second smog test. So one of those things all right let's uh what the heck is all right well my call screener popped up a little window that i can't see anything but it's all good i'm gonna let's uh grab uh sarah real quick what you got going sarah hi i have a 2017 ram 1500 and it has a crazy tick and i've read online that it's happens quite a bit but i have no idea how to fix it because I hate the tick, and I don't want to keep it that way. Okay. Um, what did they say it was online? Because and, and a lot of these vehicles nowadays, like I just ran into a client that has a late model Toyota 4Runner. The variable valve timing, the VVTs on those, is extremely loud. And they almost sound like a diesel, but it's a gas motor. Uh, what, what does the uh, – and I'm not familiar with uh, the Dodge truck, uh, that concern from any clients. So is it something that – happens regularly or something that's uh, uh yes it, uh, online i from like uh 2012 to now mm-hmm. they say oh it's common it's common they leave it alone or whatever but i don't like it you don't like it it may be valve noise to be honest with you and it that may be common on some of those i'd have to take a look you said it's a 2017 do you know which engine's in it it's the hemi Okay, so the V8. Um, okay, um, yeah. we, I can take a look and see uh, what they say and what, what the deal is with it. I, I don't know exactly what that noise is on that truck. It, like I said, if I had to guess, it could be variable valve timing, and there might, it may just be uh, what that, that vehicle, because a lot of, lot of a manufacturer's variable valve timing has gotten kind of crazy, so, um, and it makes noise. But, okay. but I'll take a look for you and let you know. We're going to have to run. I appreciate your call and appreciate you listening. Uh, and uh, you know what? We'll we'll come back to that next week. We'll come up with an answer for you. I'll t- I'll take a look and see what we got. Okay. Okay. Thank you. No problem. You have a safe, wonderful weekend, and take care. You you as well. Bye bye. Bye. Hey, San Diego, and everybody else out there. We appreciate you listening to Auto Talk Radio this morning and joining us here on the Answer San Diego at eleven seventy. Check us out at westautomotivegroup.com. That's westautomotivegroup.com. Or tune in next Saturday to Auto Talk Radio every Saturday from seventy eight here on the Answer and Cape Race. Keep the rubber side down and the shiny side up. Keep the rubber side down and the shiny side up until next week. Anything you got to say, Kevin? Have a great weekend. Have an amazing weekend. (laughs) Be safe. This has been Auto Talk Radio. Till next week.
For answers to all your automotive questions, tune in every week at this same time for Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. To learn more about Brian, become a guest or sponsor of the show, or if you have additional questions, visit thewestautomotivegroup.com. That's thewestautomotivegroup.com. And click on Auto Talk Radio. Join us again next week for more Auto Talk.